Are you obsessed with Los Angeles? Head over heels in love with the City of Angels? Well, this is the podcast for you. At Lifehacks LA, we hack the best in arts, eats, and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. What is up, LA Hackers? This is your host, Stefan, and welcome to another episode of the Life Hacks LA podcast, where you know what we do. We hack the very best of Los Angeles and Southern California. You know, one of the most amazing things about living in LA is the easy access to so many other incredible places in SoCal within just a couple hours drive. And today we're going to be talking about one of our absolute favorite places to visit. Yes, when it comes to day trips and weekend getaways, the very top of our list and the very top of most people who live in Los Angeles list is one of the most gorgeous places in all of California, and that is the fantastic Santa Barbara. Yes, Santa Barbara is so beautiful that it's been nicknamed the American Riviera, and if you've ever been, then you know it's a name well-deserved. Now, my family have been many times to visit, but no way am I qualified to share just based on my experience the best of Santa Barbara. So I'm super excited to share that our guest today, however, is. Her name is Karna, and she has not only lived in Santa Barbara for over 30 years, but she's actually currently the public relations director for Visit Santa Barbara, a nonprofit organization that officially promotes tourism and travel there. And it's really the best source of information anytime, anywhere on this incredible city. Karna is going to share how Santa Barbara captured her heart. She's going to share the rich cultural history, including the architecture and the beautiful natural landscape. She's going to share more about Visit Santa Barbara and her work there. She's going to share ideal times to visit. And best of all, her favorite tips, tricks, and hacks as a local. Stay tuned for this awesome conversation with Karna. And of course, join me back here again when it's over, where I'll share my own special little Santa Barbara hack. Enjoy this conversation with Karna from Visit Santa Barbara, and I'll talk to you again on the other side. Hello, and welcome our guest today, Karna from Visit Santa Barbara. How are you doing today, Karna? Hi, Stefan. It's great to be on your show. Doing well. I'm so excited to have you on because I love day trips from Los Angeles and Santa Barbara is definitely up there, one of my favorites. So excited to talk to you about it. Now, before we get into it, though, we'd like to know a little bit more about you. Where are you from originally and how did you make your way to Santa Barbara? Yeah, I'm from Marin County in Northern California. Um, So basically the San Francisco Bay Area. And I came to Santa Barbara about 30 years ago Mm -hmm. to go to UC Santa Barbara as a student and just really fell in love with the area. I had intended to move back to San Francisco, but I just loved it so much here. I I couldn't find a way to tear myself away and uh, here for life. Yeah, well, it's like a little paradise. And I've actually heard that story before. People that go to the university, they end up staying (laughs) nearby. So you're definitely not the only one. That's for sure. Okay, so we know that you're the director of PR for Visit Santa Barbara, an amazing website, by the way, for everyone out there. And we'll get into that soon. But I wanted to ask you, as a resident of Santa Barbara, you've lived there for 30 years, like you mentioned. For you personally, what are some of the reasons in general why you love it so much? Well, as you said, you know, Santa Barbara really is this kind of paradise. And I think it brings together all these different elements of California that are just 
so incredible. And the chief among them is just the natural beauty of the area. The city of Santa Barbara is nestled between beautiful mountain range and the ocean, and it's really walkable. So you always have this backdrop, you know, you have like a basically a 360 view of nature at any moment. And then the town itself has this very distinctive Spanish style architecture. So the built environment is gorgeous to take in as well. And as I mentioned, you can just walk throughout downtown and you'll see these hand painted tiles and beautiful wrought iron uh, railings and chandeliers. And so it's just an exquisite place to be in. And then in between all of that, there's the outdoor activities that you can kind of do throughout, you know, whether the mountains or the ocean. And then also a lot of really great restaurants. It's also comes from the natural environment, seafood from the harbor and then farmers markets, which we have almost every day of the week. So just a really rich scene here. And then in addition to that, a lot of people don't know that we have a incredible cultural resources here from theaters with live music to art museums and galleries. And a lot of the people who live here are philanthropists. And so they support a lot of the arts and culture that happens in our city. Yeah. I mean, it's such a breathtakingly beautiful place. You really feel like you're on vacation where you're going to visit because as you said, the architecture is stunning. And then you've got the backdrop of palm trees and the beach. I mean, I think when people imagine the beauty of California, they imagine a place like Santa Barbara. Yeah, travelers started calling Santa Barbara the American Riviera over a hundred years ago. And it really is because of that juxtaposition of mountains and coastline. Yeah, definitely. It's like picturesque and postcard worthy everywhere you look. So it's truly incredible. Now, Karna, I think it's really cool that you have a job about something that you're actually passionate about because you work for PR for Visit Santa Barbara. Um, That must be easy because you love Santa Barbara. Can you tell us a little bit about what your role is with the organization? Sure. As you said, you know, I, I, I really do feel incredibly fortunate to represent such a beautiful region. Visit Santa Barbara actually oversees what's called the South Coast, Santa Barbara South Coast. And that's everything from the city of Santa Barbara to some of the outlying areas like Montecito, Summerland, mm-hmm. Goleta, where the university is. And then just north of Goleta, there's an area called the Gaviota Coast, which is very beautiful and wild. And so in my position, I work with media from around the world to help tell stories about Santa Barbara, um, whether they're you know basic travel stories or something more specific like culinary pieces or off-the-radar places in Santa Barbara. From everything from magazines, print magazines to TV. Now, do you guys get a lot of international visitors? Because I always think of, you know, Santa Barbara, from my perspective, is a two-hour drive from L.A. Are there a ton of visitors from other countries? And what what is a country that's like probably most frequented? Sure. Well, you know, L.A. is actually our biggest market. L.A. and the surrounding region, Orange County, San Diego, those drive markets are actually, they make up our largest amount of visitors. But we do have international visitors that that makes up about 6% of our visitors. So it's a much smaller percentage, but we do have visitors from the UK, Canada, Australia, 
France, Germany, those are some of our top international markets. And those international travelers tend to stay longer because they've come from much further away. Yeah, that's interesting. And the reason why I asked is just because out of all the cities in Southern California, well, I guess they're not Southern California, but in our area, that one seems to have a lot of things that would appeal to people from Europe and across the world. So I was curious about that. But it makes sense that most of your visitors from LA because we love to take road trips to there. And I wanted to ask you about that next. Um, For people who haven't visited from Los Angeles, can we just go over some of the basics, like what they can expect with a road trip? Like, how long it would be, when is the best time to go, that sort of thing? Sure. Well, you know, a lot of people think of Santa Barbara as a place to go come visit by car because you can zip up the highway so easily. Usually it's about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on the traffic. But if you want to leave the car behind, you can actually take the train. There's uh, the Pacific Surfliner mm-hmm. on Amtrak has really convenient train stops. Uh, One of them is in downtown Santa Barbara by the waterfront. And another one is in Goleta, which is that area that's a little bit more family oriented with beaches and some great breweries and hiking trails. And then you can also take the Santa Barbara Airbus, which comes directly from LAX and makes stops in Santa Barbara. So just for people who maybe want to leave their car behind, that's another option. And then Santa Barbara is so walkable that you don't really need a car unless you want to go exploring some of the other cities in the area. And then in terms of like what there is to see and do, because we have that proximity of the mountains and the ocean, you really could do outdoor activities like hiking in the foothills or get out on the water and, you know, go kayaking, um, go on some sunset cruises, learn how to surf. But then downtown, there's really wonderful restaurants, wine tasting. We have what's called the Urban Wine Trail, which is the first urban wine trail in California. And those are about 30 tasting rooms throughout the city, most of which are walkable, which is great because if you're, you know, tasting wine and going to a few different stops, you don't really want to be in your car. And then, you know, we also have self-guided walking tours. So you can learn a little bit more about the history of the region and um, take in some of that beautiful Spanish colonial architecture. And then also for families, we have a lot of really wonderful museums and gardens, as well as a zoo. So those are other really popular stops, especially for a first-time visitor. Yeah, there's so much to do. I mean, you can jam-pack an entire weekend in Santa Barbara just from the walkable areas, like you said. But I'm so happy you mentioned the Pacific Surfliner because by default, we always drive, but that's been on my bucket list forever is to take the Pacific Surfliner from the Union Station in downtown Los Angeles up to Santa Barbara because, as you said, it stops just a few blocks away from all the action. Yeah, and you know, it's so convenient. We actually have a program called Car Free Santa Barbara. And if you go to Car Free Santa Barbara's website, you can find a link to get discounted Amtrak tickets from LA. Oh, that's a nice little hacker. Right? little perk. <laughs> Another kind of new thing uh, with Amtrak this year, well, specifically the Pacific Surfliner, which runs from LA, is that they allow pets now on board. So 
you know, a lot of Angelinos love to travel with their dogs and Santa Barbara is such a dog friendly city that you can bring your dog along with you. Oh, that's amazing. And for people who haven't gone or haven't seen it, you definitely have to Google the Pacific Surfliner because the views you get on the way up are worth the trip alone. You know, it's just right along the coastline. You're going through these cities and you're just seeing these incredible, incredible views when you take that Pacific Surfliner. It's so true. And oftentimes they're views that you wouldn't get if you were on the highway. Exactly right. So, Karna, let's talk about Santa Barbara for people who haven't been. As I mentioned, I've been there quite a few times. So I know I'm familiar with most of the like famous landmark stuff. But what are some of those for people who've never been to Santa Barbara? What are the like the biggest well-known attraction? Well, I think a lot of people think of Old Mission Santa Barbara because that's one of the it's the 10th in the in California's mission system that was established by the Spanish back in the 18th century. And it is considered the queen of the missions because it's one of the most beautiful in California. It has twin bell towers. And across from the mission, there is a rose garden called the AC Postel Memorial Rose Garden. And people love to take picnics in that garden, play frisbee with their friends, and then also bring their dogs. There's another landmark that is also incredibly beautiful, which is called the Santa Barbara County Courthouse. And that is an Andalusian style building that was inspired by castles in Spain. It's one of the most beautiful public buildings in America. Mm -hmm. And in the summertime, they have a series, a free film series in the sunken garden of the courthouse. So all throughout the summer, they have incredible fun movies This past year, it was all around a lot of like family favorites and some of the favorites from the 80s and 90s, like Dirty Dancing and Jumanji and um, things like that. So those are really fun for picnicking. And then one of the other landmarks is Stern's Wharf. It's one of the most popular attractions in Santa Barbara. It's the oldest wooden working wharf in California, if you can say that 10 times fast. (laughs) And, you know, it's really fun because you can go on cruises from there. You can have some delicious local seafood, some, you know, crab and lobster from there. And this year it actually is celebrating its 150th anniversary in October. Oh, wow. So it's a great time to visit. Yeah. And then you also just get those, you know, stunning views of the ocean and the mountains when you walk to the end of Stern's Wharf. Yeah, each of the places you named are just so stunningly beautiful. The historic building you were talking about earlier, I mean, that, that oh my God, it, it looks like a living postcard. It's, it's so incredible. And they actually had, you know, made postcards like dating back to the 1920s and really fun to see those historic images. One thing I forgot to mention about the courthouse is that they've reopened the clock tower And so you can now walk up to the top of the clock tower and get some of the best views in the city. Oh, wow. And I imagine it's a very popular place to take pictures, right? Absolutely. And (laughs) and popular place to get married, too. Yeah, I can imagine. I've actually seen tons of pictures on Instagram and stuff. So truly, truly beautiful. Now, I wanted to ask you, as someone who's been there for quite a while, and you've got all the inside secrets of Santa Barbara, you've already shared a couple with us. But for people who have been many times, they've maybe they've seen a lot of the most famous attractions like Fisherman's Wharf. What are some recommendations you have for people who've been a lot of times that 
typically only locals know about, or maybe they fly under the radar a little bit? Yeah, there are many things that we love, you know, locals love that visitors might not be as aware of. I think one of the things that I especially would recommend is what's called the UCSB North Campus Open Space. And the name is a little boring, but it's actually 136 acres of just vast wilderness with hiking trails. And that is close to UCSB campus. But it, it takes you over all of these different types of terrains from a lagoon and a slough to um, bluff tops that look over the ocean. And they just actually created a new visitor plaza and parking area for the public. So it's even more accessible than it was in the past. That sounds amazing. Another kind of neat thing about that area is that you can walk up to what's called Elwood Preserve. And in the fall and winter months, we may see if we're lucky, like last year, the return of the monarch butterflies, which like to overwinter there. Just gorgeous to see them, you know, in these big clusters and the eucalyptus trees in that area. And another thing that was a little bit off the radar, I would say, for visitors is that we have a lot of these incredible artisan markets that have popped up and they they occur usually on a monthly basis and you kind of just have to follow them to see when the next one is. One of them is called the Mujeres Makers Market. And that is women of color who are, you know, selling their crafts, whether they're jewelry or handbags or um, even food. And that usually takes place at the Presidio, which is the oldest part of downtown Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. And then one that recurs pretty regularly that is very new, so not a lot of people know about, is the Funk Zone Art Walks. And that is on the second Saturday of every month in the Funk Zone, which is a really fun area of town that's near the water where a lot of the best restaurants and wine tasting rooms are. Oh, that's cool. So is that more of like a nighttime thing? Like Um, a night market? It's actually during the day. And it's when um, the artist studios in the area open their doors and they sell their art. It's, sorry, I got the name a little wrong because it's so new. It's um, it's called Funk Zone Live. Mm -hmm. And it's like a a block party. And they've got the local art studios, music, lots of fun things happening around the Funk Zone. On the second Saturday. Oh, that sounds so cool. All right. Thanks for the local secrets that you shared there. Um, you're just adding to my list because, you know, I've got a list of things I always see when I go to Santa Barbara, but um, those sound amazing. So now that I got a few local secrets, I got to add those. Now, you, you've talked about it a few times about the outdoors and how much there is to do in Santa Barbara. I think from the outsider's point of view, most people think of just the beaches when it comes to Santa Barbara, you know, because we've got the beautiful pier and you've got all these incredible beaches. But there's a lot of outdoor activities that I think are a little underrated. So I was hoping you could share a few of those with us. You talked a little bit about it with the hiking and stuff. But what are some outdoor activities and places people can enjoy in Santa Barbara besides the beaches? Oh, sure. And you're right. Beaches are probably the number one thing that visitors are looking for when they come to Santa Barbara. But there are some kind of more under the radar activities that happen regularly. You could learn how to go paragliding. Santa Barbara has some of the best conditions for uh, paragliding in the world. And um, that takes place at a huge park called Ealings Park. 
um, where people can learn how to paraglide. They could also go parasailing. We have a new outfitter um, that started during the pandemic called Santa Barbara Parasailing. You can do tandems or go with an instructor. And then there's also horseback riding. Santa Barbara has a long tradition, equestrian tradition, dating back to the Spanish. And it's really fun to take a horseback ride up into the hills and look out over the ocean. There are a few different outfitters, but we love to work with Los Padres Outfitters, which is a longtime Santa Barbaran who offers these horseback rides and kind of insider tips about horse culture here. Wow, those, those sound like some incredible uh, activities, especially when you're on vacation. You know, if you want to knock off some bucket list things, I mean, what better place to do it than in Santa Barbara? So I wanted to ask you, because as you shared, there's like so much to do in Santa Barbara all the time. But I've also noticed that you guys always have annual events throughout the year, like film festivals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Can you share with us some of those and maybe some of your personal favorite annual events? Absolutely. Yeah, we we have a few different signature festivals. The one that just passed was the first week of August. So you'll have to wait till next year for that one. But that one is called Old Spanish Days Fiesta. And it pays tribute to the Spanish and Mexican roots as well as Native American culture that were part of the heritage of Santa Barbara. Um, it's one of my favorite times of the year because there are live flamenco dance and music performances every day of fiesta at the Santa Barbara County Courthouse, as well as downtown at De La Guerra Plaza. And there are also food booths. So fun to eat your way through Fiesta, just going for the tacos, tamales, you know, pozole, all the things that we love here. And one that's coming up, I don't know if you can glean that I'm a big food fan. <laughs> um, I'm extremely excited that after two years of being on hiatus due to the pandemic, we've got the Santa Barbara Harbor and Seafood Festival coming up October nice. 15th. Yeah, it's a great time. Food booths throughout the Santa Barbara Harbor you can actually pick your own live lobster and have that cooked for you. They have like a usually a giant pan of paella and bands playing all day. So those are a few favorites. But then as you mentioned, um, the Santa Barbara International Film Festival will be returning in March. And that's a really great way to see premieres of films from around the world, watch celebrities on panels. I especially love going to the writers and producers panels, kind of hearing about their creative process. And um, yeah, really, really wonderful festival. Yeah, it's really cool if you can check the schedule and like, you know, you're already going to Santa Barbara, having an awesome trip, but then schedule it around one of these events that you might be able to catch as well. Because like you talked about, there's just so many going on in Santa Barbara. Now, I'll save my toughest question for last for you. <laughs> As someone who's lived in Santa Barbara for quite some time, you work for the Visitors Bureau. I'm really curious to hear your answer on this. Can you describe to us your perfect day in Santa Barbara? From getting up to going to bed, where would you go and what would you do for your dream day? Yeah, it's so tough because I feel like I have more like dream days, <laughs> <laughs> you know, based on what the what the activity is. That's one of the lucky things that we have in Santa Barbara that we can do so many different types of things here. So I guess I would say if it was really a perfect day, 
I would wake up and go to brunch at one of our incredible restaurants downtown. That could be anything from La Paloma to Scarlet Begonia, which is an incredible brunch. And then my boyfriend and I, we have this kind of running dispute about whether we go to the mountains or the ocean. The best day is when we can do both. And we have done that a fair amount. So we may go hiking up in the foothills overlooking Santa Barbara. There's a road called Camino Cielo, which just has these breathtaking views of Santa Barbara. We might go hiking down one of those trails and take in some of the beautiful wildflowers and, you know, take pictures. Then we might come back downtown and go to an art opening at a gallery or see a live concert at one of our smaller um, concert venues like the Lobero Theater. We have a lot of artist friends and we really love to partake in the art scene here. Then if it was up to me, we would also go wine tasting at one of the taste wine tasting rooms downtown you know, there's been so many that have opened in the last year. Um, we've had about eight tasting rooms that have either opened or moved locations within downtown. So I love to see what's going on with the, the wine scene. Mm-hmm. And then in the evening, maybe after a long break, <laughs> just before sunset, we would go for a, a dip in the ocean and kind of go swimming at one of our favorite beaches whether that's on the Gaviota Coast, which is just north of Santa Barbara, or right downtown, like off of East Beach, which is a great place to go swimming. That sounds like an incredible day. I think I'm just going to copy paste your whole itinerary. The next time <laughs> or maybe go swimming and then do the wine tasting. Now that yeah. I'm thinking of it. But you know, you know as what I self- mean, it's hard to pack it all in. Yeah, it is. It's hard to pack it all in. But as a, a self-proclaimed foodie, uh, where would you go to eat? What are some places you would go to eat on that day? Yeah, well, yeah. And then for dinner, I mean, that would be another thing. There are so many wonderful restaurants downtown, and we've been lucky to have about a dozen restaurants in the Michelin Guide. I love some of the restaurants that are tried and true, whether it's Olio e Limone downtown, incredible Italian restaurant. And now they have a wonderful Sicilian sister restaurant called Beda Mia. Lady Gaga was recently spotted there. (laughs) I was trying to think of her name. So it's fun to see some of the celebrities pop up. Another restaurant I would really love would be um, Convivo, which is a California Mediterranean restaurant at the Santa Barbara Inn. They always have really great seafood dishes and everything they do from brunch to dinner is excellent. Or for something really different, our Spanish restaurant called Loquita which is in the funk zone. They have paellas year round. And, you know, right now they're doing, I think, four different types of paella. So you can kind of vary it, change it up. And they have a great gin and tonic program too. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad I asked you that foodie question because you just threw in some really good ones there. Hard to pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much. And it's hard to even cover how much there is to do in Santa Barbara in one interview. And that's why people need to go to visit Santa Barbara because you guys do a great job of sharing all there is to do. Where's the best place for people to go who want to follow and learn more about Visit Santa Barbara? Well, we would love if they would come visit our website. The That is santabarbaraca.com, santabarbaraca.com. It's all one word. They can also follow us on Instagram. 
at Visit Santa Barbara. Yeah. And you guys do a great job on that account. I follow it and, you know, the pictures are beautiful. Really makes you want to go visit Santa Barbara. So thank you so much for coming on, Karna, and sharing all the secrets about Santa Barbara. Everyone go out there and follow Visit Santa Barbara on Instagram and go to their website at santabarbaraca.com. Thanks so much for coming on, Karna. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, welcome back, guys, and thank you so much to our awesome guest today, Karna from Visit Santa Barbara, for so many great tips on such a special place for a vacation or weekend getaway from LA. That's Santa Barbara, the American Riviera, just about two hours from downtown Los Angeles. You can find out more about Visit Santa Barbara on their Instagram, and that's very easy. It's just at Visit Santa Barbara, or you can go to their website for some real detailed information about the city including best time to visit, events that are happening, and just pretty much anything you need to know about Santa Barbara. And that's at www.santabarbaraca.com. Okay, guys, on to my special hack for this episode on Santa Barbara. And it's pretty hard to come up with one because Karna already shared so many amazing tips in our conversation that it's super difficult to compete. But don't worry, because I do have a pretty cool hack for you this episode. And... I went out and I got a ringer to get this information. It's not coming from me. I cheated a little bit. Yes, that's right. After dropping all that amazing info in the interview, Karna came back and gave me one extra cool special hack to share for this segment. So here it is. They have a special promotion going on right now called Visit Santa Barbara's Third Night Free. And so what is that? Well, just like it sounds, with different lodging properties throughout Santa Barbara and the South Coast, they're offering a third night free when you book two or more nights. So it might vary by the property, but there are dozens of participants. So you have lots to choose from with hotels and resorts ranging from mid-tier motels, independent boutiques, even up to the larger luxury resorts. So that's an awesome hack. You know, usually when my family and I go to Santa Barbara, we stay for two nights anyway. So with this deal, we're going to get an extra bonus night completely gratis. Maybe take a Monday or Friday off from work and take advantage of that free extra night. So they have this website URL that explains the whole third night free promotion, shows all the participating properties, but it's kind of long. So I created a shortcut for you. Just go to lifehacksla.com forward slash Santa Barbara free and it will redirect you to the right site to that URL where they explain the entire promotion. I'll also have the URL in the show notes for this episode. If you're planning a visit out to Santa Barbara for the first time ever, or maybe you're just going back after having not been there in a while, definitely take advantage of all the tips that Karna shared and also this amazing hack with that third night free promotion. Okay guys, that's all I have for you this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll talk to you again soon. Take care.